Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan T. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brennan C. Adams, and on this podcast show, we're going to be jumping back into the book for the journey in entrepreneurship. And in this episode, we're going to go over Ambitious Adventures, a TV show that Greg Roulette and I created in 2016, released in 2017, and the journey of creating it, what it took, the what we learned, everything about the show. It was my first TV show that I was ever a part of. And it's still to this day a great show that people watch on Amazon Prime. If you want to go watch it right now, you can. Just go to Amazon Prime and search Ambitious Adventures and let me know what your favorite episode is. But let's jump into the chapter. Let's do it. Let's get started. Chapter 10, Ambitious Adventures. The process of creating a TV show and what I learned from the top entrepreneurs in the country. Chapter 10, Ambitious Adventures, Creating Our Own Reality TV Show for Entrepreneurs. For Young Entrepreneur Convention, a lot of great deals came out of the event. There were people that had caught Jeff Hoffman as advisor for their company, people that got in contact with Wozniak of Apple to get some mentorship from him, people that did business deals, partnerships, long-lasting friendships, even a little girl who, who at nine years old, Kayla Maddox motivated her to write her own book and three months later came out with the book and has in schools across Iowa and even been on TV promoting it. And someone who, who paid $250 for a booth at our event and ended up having an idea for that event with promoting at the booth, but that event is what pushed them. And, and now, eight months later, it allowed them to create a six-figure business. And, and all these great success stories came. And I, I, I got to say, I believe that I probably had the greatest impact and success from the event um, overall. I got the best experience and the best connection of all. And that was Greg Roulette of Ambitious.com. And Greg had spoke at our event and he was the big sponsor of our event. And Greg said at the event, he said, Brandon, he heard me speak about crowdfunding. He said, Brandon, why don't you come down to Orlando, Florida and I do this master class. I, I do a live class and then we turn it into a course. Why don't you come to Orlando and we'll teach crowdfunding? And, you know, I'm always a guy that takes up opportunities. And part of me is like, ah, I got to go all the way to Florida. I, I got to go there on my own dime and, and, and spend a few days. I got a lot of things going on. And part of me, thought, I don't know if I should. But then I'm like, yeah, screw it. I'll do it. Because I've learned in life every time that I've been questioned or part of me is saying, ah, I shouldn't do it. It kicks in and I just tell myself, yeah, I have to do it. And every time I've done it, it ends up rewarding me in a great way. And I didn't think it was going to reward me in the way that it did. And so I went down to Florida and Greg and I talked about crowdfunding for for four hours and did a master class. And it, it went very well. Huge success with it. And I highly suggest any of you, if you want to do a, a big uh, class, you want to do a course on anything, Greg gives you a great experience down in Orlando, Florida, in their Emmy Award winning. They have a studio, cameras, everything. And you can find more about that at ambitious.com. But uh, I went down there. We got done. 
with the show. And then he's, we got talking afterwards and he said, Brandon, he's like, you know, I, I got this idea for a TV show called Ambitious Adventures. We travel the country and interview entrepreneurs and basically go to these cities and see the, the city through the eyes of an entrepreneur. And I just, I filmed the pilot for it and from in St. Pete. And I'm thinking about doing a crowdfunding campaign for it. And he said, would you be interested? And for me right away, like I was all about it. I said, you know what? I have a crowdfunding company, obviously, to help people raise money. And I already travel the country and interview entrepreneurs for my podcast show. And really, it's, it's no different. Just the only difference is versus podcast show and TV show is you, you bring cameras. I said, I'm all for this. Let's do it. And that day, we made the decision to, to take on the, the project for filming Ambitious Adventures for doing the TV show. And that was on May 11th, 2016. And how most people take on shows is what they do is they usually people will create a pilot of a TV show. And they'll take that pilot and they'll shop it out to different networks and try to get a network that has interest in it. And if they have interest in it, then they, they basically give you the budget, the funding to create the full season, which is very hard because there's so many shows out there and everybody's trying to make it the next Shark Tank. Uh, and a lot of shows don't get picking up, taken up. And what happens is entrepreneurs or not just entrepreneurs, anybody that's doing that show, it just falls flat and nothing happens with it. And the reason why most people don't film it all themselves is for one, they it's hard to find all the money. They, they can't find the funds, resources to do it. It's a lot of work. And the next step is once you have it funded, how do you get people to actually see it and make money from it? So those are the options. So the option you go is you can fund it yourself. You can go self-distribute it and put it out there or just fund it yourself and then find a big network to pick it up after it was funded or after the show was done. Or you can try to sell the pilot to a or get the pilot pick it up by a big network. Those are the main options for us. We said, screw it. Let's let's create this show. Let's let's uh, crowdfund it, and let's make it happen. And we will create the full first season. And then from there, we have our show. We can use its credibility. We can uh, get it on different platforms, and we can shop it out to networks. And even when, when we do show it to a network, we have a better chance of them taking it because they get to actually see the full season, and they can just buy the content from us. And most people wouldn't even think about doing that. But what I'm about to tell you is something that is one of the most difficult things we went through. And it's, it's a lot of work, but it was very worth it and rewarding. We saw many obstacles and we did what most people aren't willing to do. And there's not many people out there that have done something like this. And against all odds, we made it happen for Ambitious Adventures. So May 11th, we made the deal happen for doing this for the TV show. And 60 days later, it was July 11th. Uh, we, we launched on Kickstarter for doing the crowdfunding campaign and prior in them 60 days, I did, uh, contacting different entrepreneurs, trying to find the entrepreneurs to be on the show and specifically people that could not only be great talent, but be able to pay to be on the show and basically pay to be, have a segment. And what it is, is marketing. I mean, this happens in a lot of, in Hollywood, people pay to get its sponsorship, viewership, or to be on a different show. It's because it's exposure for them and their brand and it helps pay for the show. And that's what we try to do. And it was very difficult because a lot of people for unproven show that nobody had seen before. They obviously, oh, we're great guys, but come back when you get to season two, 
Well, that's hard, and that's the same struggle I had for Young Entrepreneur Convention when, hey, come back when you get a successful event. But I wasn't about to let that to stop me from creating the show. So I talked with dozens upon dozens of entrepreneurs, all kinds of entrepreneurs, and trying to find the right funding and finding the, the route to get this funded and do this prior to launch campaign. So when we did launch a campaign, we were able to make it successful. And we did, one of the first people that we did find was actually close to my hometown of Garnerville, Iowa. Across Wisconsin, we found some entrepreneurs that are willing to to be sponsors or be people that would pay to have a segment in this show and for us to travel there, which one of our main, uh, at the beginning, people to come on board to put into our crowdfunding campaign. So we launched a crowdfunding campaign. We had a 20-day, 28-day campaign. And we raised over 50 grand in 28 days. And we got a great uh, media attention. We got attraction from their partners. We had a lot of great things happen. And even during this campaign towards the end, we actually had uh, in our Miami, Florida, Studio D, who has, uh, they had a morning show and they had connections to to get us on YouTube America, YouTube Cable. So we actually got a deal to sign on with a cable network and to be aired in 100 million homes across America. And this is one of the big obstacles that we had saw and this had happened four months into the filming process is we found out that uh, the people that we had the, the deal with, they, they went out of business. So their, their show went out of business, which meant we no longer had a deal through U2 America, which is a cable outlet, which was a letdown at first, but I realized that doesn't matter just because this happens. It's, it's just uh, another reason to keep going, to push to find a bigger opportunity. Everything happens for a reason. But uh, we, we got done the crowdfunding campaign, and literally two weeks later that we, we, went to, we went to Des Moines, Iowa, and we went to film in Des Moines, and obviously we had to go to Des Moines, Iowa, where my old stomping grounds was, and I was living there at the time, and actually we, we, I mean, we're bootstrapping this whole thing, because I mean, we had three cameramen and then Greg and I, so all of us stayed in my apartment, people sleeping on the floor, and we just just stayed there and we filmed for three days and we it was our first time Greg and I on camera together so it was a learning curve because we had never been on camera together and also we both are people that like to talk and we talked over each other a couple times when you get two coasts and interviewing somebody but we learned from it and it it was something that we learned fast from it and we interviewed some great people we basically leveraged all my network and contacts in the area and people that have been on my podcast show before we did Trace Mente Salsa who who've been on my podcast show before who created a salsa company we did Darian Baugh Men's Style Lab who creates a online concierge uh, men's clothing service that ships to you. Then we went to Kinosol. My One of my co-founders of Young Entrepreneur Convention, Clayton Mooney, has a company, Kinosol. They sell dehydrating units to eliminate post-harvest loss in, in third world countries. And we went to Iowa State and filmed there. We filmed at the Iowa State Fair. We filmed all these entrepreneurs. And we had a great episode in Des Moines. And one big takeaway from Des Moines was what I took away. One of the main interviews is when Darren Baugh is creating that customer experience. Greg and I tried on clothes. And we had to have a few beers. And we had our personal stylist that put on clothes for us. And yes, it may cost more. But it was worth it because we got that experience. And that's for anything in business. You need to create an experience that people are willing to buy. And if you create that experience, experience. It no longer matters what you charge. You may charge more, but if you create an experience, people will buy that experience. It's one thing I took away from Des Moines, but Des Moines was a great learning 
for us. I mean, we learned so much. It was our first time, and we did very well, and it was a lot of work. Heck, there was one day where we woke up at 5 a.m., and we filmed until 11 p.m. that night, and by the time we got towards 10 p.m., we were, heck, 8 p.m., we were burned out, but we had to keep going, and you have to keep the same face on the, the face you have when you start at 5 a.m. You have that same face when you film at 11 p.m. because you can't show that you're tired in a TV show, and we had to build our own energy and motivation to, to be on camera, and it wasn't easy, and it's some of the things people don't see, and Des Moines was a great learning for us and we learned fast and then we went to our next city of Los Angeles, California and we did this in September which was so much fun. It was a great episode and we were ready to take it on because we had already had some so work together and we we're preparing for our next one and this is big because we had some big names involved with this. I mean, we had celebrities. We had Jake Paul who has a Team 10, just got an investment from Gary Vee and he has over 15 million followers. We have Lewis Howes who we're going to interview with <clears throat> the School of Greatness and a guy that has built a multi-million dollar business and a big, huge podcasting empire. Jack Canfield, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Solar 500 million copies for his book and Carlo from all the pizza on taste made this whole show was based around personal branding and the people it had they weren't just like beginning entrepreneurs they were seasoned entrepreneurs they were celebrities they were big names and Nick Nanton who who did the documentary for Peter Diamendez with that Tony Robbins and Richard Branson and all these big names in this show and he creates stories through doc documentaries and these big names on the show, and Greg and I were taking this on, so we couldn't make any mistakes when we were in. We had to look like we were a crew that was on season seven of the Ambitious Adventures, but really we're on season one filming for it. So we had so much fun. We traveled, we got some good experiences. And one thing that for me was just another like surreal moment was when we got to interview Lewis Howes. And I had followed Lewis Howes for, for multiple years, and he was kind of the, the reason why I, I had followed Lewis and studied what he had done, and he inspired me for creating my own podcast show, The University of Young Entrepreneurs. And it, it was cool. I always said one day that I'd interview him, and I went through his school of greatness, and I've been uh, had been in communication through email with him before. And it was just so cool when we actually interviewed with him when I was interviewing him, actually it hit me right there as I was asking him a question. I was like so glued in that conversation, that moment. And I'm like in my head, you know, when you think in your head, you're like in your mind. I'm like, wow, I just realized that this is something I wanted to do two years ago and now it's happening. And now I'm in that moment and I want to like enjoy this. This is so cool. Like I set my mind to it and it happened and I just kept going for it. And I believe that's where law attracts when you tell the world what you want and you, you have that in your subconscious mind and you keep going for it. Eventually it's going to happen. That's what happened with me being uh, in that room where uh, Lewis Howes interviewed Tony Robbins and Arlie, Ariana Huffington, Rob Deerdack and all these, Eric Thomas, all these big names. And we were there. We got to take a picture in front of there. And he just one thing with with Lewis is he was so calm and so clear on his vision how he wanted to impact a lot of lives. His podcast show is uh, I always say to people you need to create your own media platform. What he's created a podcast show that has a huge audience and he can bring the biggest guests on because he has built an audience. And Meatloaf was in just before us. And Meatloaf was coming out with the album and and Lewis said that he was going to promote the album to his audience. That's how when you build a platform and leverage, when you can do value to people, bring value to other people, that they're more likely to give you the time of day. And that's what Lewis has done. And that was just a great uh, episode for, for me or a segment for interviewing him and great experience. We end up... Uh, 
going in and meeting with Jake Paul, who talked to us about how to create a vi- viral video. And, and he's also, we actually created a video that if we were going to make it go viral, is funny. And uh, just another cool guy who started from nothing. And he, he started at 10 years old creating videos with his brother, Logan. And they went from like, after four years, created like 4,000 subscribers. And they stopped for a while. Then they kept going. They created videos, created videos. And they were happy when they saw their first thousand views on a video. When Vine came along, they were first adopters. And then they made some videos go viral. And now Jake alone has had over 5 billion views. And he has over 15 million followers. And and just one video alone went viral. And over 143 million people have viewed it. And that's what this kid has done. He's built up this, this company called Team 10 where he brings in people and he helps them build their following together and even Gary Vaynerchuk had invested in this company he's also a star in Bizarre Bark for for the Disney Channel so this kid has done so many big things and he has a book called How Bad Do You Want It and it's a great book that I've been through and just very inspiring this is a kid that's built a brand around himself and he kept going and I could go on and on for Carlo from All the Pizza who created the love for pizza he came to this country not knowing much English and sweeping floors to, to going and being behind the camera to work with the best people, the Kardashians, or maybe not the best if you call them the Kardashians, but working with celebrities like the Kardashians or uh, Snoop Dogg and, and other big names and and filming, but then he ended up going in front of the camera and because his passion for pizza, people saw that and they ended up tastemating and put him in front of the camera and creating a show around all the pizza. And he did that. And, and then we talked with Jack uh, Canfield, who talked about the power of telling stories through Chicken Soup for the Soul. And really, Chicken Soup for the Soul is a bunch of stories. And stories what people buy in. It's what they 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 buy from, they believe in, they, they act on. That's why you got to tell stories. And, and also Nick Nandon for doing the TV show or the, the documentaries where he creates through video. So video is something I'm passionate about. He creates people's stories. People hire him and he creates documentaries off their life. And the most recent one is Peter Diamandis, Visioneer, how he did the documentary for that. And they got an Emmy for that. They won an Emmy for that project. And all this put into the show. And the big thing to take away from this show was building your personal brand and being able to tell a story. And if you can do that, you're going to have success in any area of your life and that's what they did in that show after LA we went on to go to lacrosse Wisconsin travel there had some fun even had some airboat scenes with my dad where we got to take the airboat in the river and we threw an event in Entrepalooza where we spoke and we had Darian Baugh come in and actually be one of the speakers and interviewed some great people Wyatt from Wyatt's Bike Shop who creates custom bikes for people and the one thing I got out of lacrosse is Actually, the community support, how the community support each other when they started their businesses, their brick and mortar businesses, they had this community to help them get going and which allowed them to get to where they were today. And it's all about the support beyond your family and friends. It's, it's everybody in that community that will support lacrosse is under 100,000 people and, and everybody in that area would help each other. And that's big for business. And that's one thing I took away from lacrosse, Wisconsin. Then we went on to, to go to Winter Park and Interviewed some great people. One of my favorite places to go now is Foxtel Coffee. We great coffee they have, great coffee experience. We went to uh, Hunger Street Tacos, where again they they created experience. They wanted to create Mexican pizza or Mexican uh, food and have it authentic. And they had murals and they had these pictures that people wouldn't forget when they got there. And it goes back to that customer experience. But one of the big things I took away from the Winter Park episode was John Rivers. 
he John Rivers left a billion dollar health industry to to actually start a barbecue joint and he was just doing it out of a garage at first to, to be able to help people and give out free food. And then he turned into a, a business and he scaled from one restaurant, restaurant to over a dozen across Florida and now going into Atlanta. And the big thing I took away from John Rivers, one, he, he gives back everything. The more he gives back, before he even goes into community, he gives back and he buys food and he gives out uh, free food to the people in that community. And he's always giving, giving, giving. But the one thing he said that really changed my mindset and thought in a whole different way is if you want to scale, you have to get out of the kitchen. And he realized for him, for at the beginning, he was always cooking and he was creating the ribs and creating all the different meats and everything, the barbecues. But he realized if he stayed in the kitchen, he'd always be in the kitchen. And the second that he got out of the kitchen and left his business to get out outside the business and trusted his employees to run it for him, at that point he was able to do what a, a true entrepreneur should do is to be the visionary person that actually builds and scales up the business. So if you want to if you want to scale something, you have to get out of the actual logistical things, everyday uh, duties of a business, and you got to be the person that is out there making sure you can grow it and scale it. And that's what he did. So if you want to scale, you have to get out of the kitchen. And then St. Pete, our fifth episode. So we went back to St. Pete and interviewed the same people that Greg had done for the the pilot run of Ambitious Adventures. And we interviewed them, but also we interviewed Kevin Harrington from the original Shark of Shark Tank. And Kevin Harrington is it just I really loved his story and somebody I'd looked up to and I read his book in the past and I love it really resonated how Kevin was a true young entrepreneur uh, heck when he was 16 he was making more money than some of his friends parents were making he had a brand new car and he started from doing a, a seal coating business and he also worked in this family business, which I related with because I had the family business with my father with the ice business, but he worked in the restaurant business and he worked with his dad and he learned things from that. He got into doing the, he got in the infomercial industry. And the one thing I learned from that, from the infomercial industry is he saw an opportunity for one is the fact that one night he's up late and he saw the lines on the TV and he's like, well, he saw lines, there was nothing being shown. He saw free space to be able to, to put something for people to see. And he called up the company and said, can I buy that space and put up like commercials? And they didn't understand why he'd want to. Well, he did it and well, he ended up doing infomercials. And that's what became the infomercial industry. At first they were showing properties analysis and then it became products. And he scaled it all over the world and turned that into a, hundreds of millions of dollars in profit. He would take people and he would build up their brand. He'd put them on an infomercial TV and Jack Lane and Tony Little and like all these big celebrities. He's one of the most connected guys I know. He would take them and build up their brand. Everybody knew them. What he learned is he would go with all these people and help them get that huge success and build up their brand. But when they go to a press or they go on the airport or they go anywhere, everybody wanted to see uh, the people that he was helping get on TV to sell their products. But nobody was coming up to him. He was building other people's brands, but not himself. And that's where he had the aha moment. He realized I could actually go on my own media tour. I need to become a key person of influence. I need to write a book. I need to go on TV. I need to go on radio shows and be able to get my own exposure. And this is one thing where I teach in my accelerator, my influencer accelerator program is you have have to build up your authority. You have to build up your celebrity status and become an influencer in your field. And that's what he did. And he did that. And he decided to go across the country. He wrote the book, uh, Coming to Keep Person Influence. He wrote the book and he ended up going on radio. He's doing all these things and 
I'm building this omnipresence, being seen everywhere. Somebody was watching this. It was uh, Mark Burnett and Mark Burnett is a survivor. And he, he saw what Kevin was doing and he contacted Kevin and he said, Kevin, I've been following you, everything you do, you're a true entrepreneur, you invented the infomercial, I've been seeing you doing with your book and everything else. He's like, I want you to come on the show. Uh, we'll call it Shark Tank. And Kevin's like, Shark Tank, I, I don't know about that. I, I see what you do with them people and survivors. I don't know if I'm ready for Shark Tank. He said, come on down to Hollywood and let's, uh, let's, let's do some filming. I'll tell you all about it. Well, he did that. Well, what's turned into be Shark Tank, which it is today, which is a huge success. And Kevin was the original shark on Shark Tank. And in my mind, the real shark out of any shark that's on there, they're all great sharks. But Kevin, I mean, people are doing pitches. Kevin's been pitched to over 50,000 times. I mean, he has an infomercial. And I highly suggest check out his book, he, uh, uh, How I Turned Million uh, Products into Million Dollar Products. Um, and that book is it talks about all the people that pitched him and he got him on the infomercial. So he's been pitched so many times. He's always been doing deals. That's what he always did, but they created a show on it and he did the first season and he did some, uh, he did over 70, 175 episodes that he filmed for that one season of Shark Tank that he did end up building his brand to what it is today. I mean, heck he's still, it's when Shark Tank airs in different countries, he's going out and speaking and getting paid high dollar to be able to speak on stages. But then people are wanting to partner with him and giving away a percentage of the company to just have that name, that brand. That is a true story there to build your personal brand. And that's one thing he did very successfully. And now he's built up an empire. And now today I can say I'm, I'm good friends with Kevin and his son, Brian and the team. And even, uh, his, his younger son, Nick Harrington, great group of people and just uh, cool people to be around and great mentor of mine. But Kevin has done some big things. The takeaway from that is build your personal brand and people will be dying to work with you. Heck, they'll throw their company at you and say, hey, be a part of it. And that's a great opportunity to have. And then the next one for St. Pete and to become some good family friends of mine, um, or I guess family friends, they, so they're like family to me, is the Maddoxes, Matt and Kayla Maddox. And when I first met the Maddoxes, it was actually at my event, Young Entrepreneur Convention. And the Maddoxes, they came to my event and we actually met, most people know, when we first met, everybody was telling me about Kayla Maddox. They're like, yeah, you gotta meet this Kayla Maddox, he's in St. Pete. And I've been traveling St. Pete, and I always travel in Florida, and actually, one of the first videos I saw of Kayla Maddox was the same day I was in uh, the studio filming with Grant Cardone on the Acid Pro, and Kayla Maddox was in. I went on the show Acid Pro, then I left, and then I went to the coffee shop next door, and I went on Facebook Live, and I saw that Kayla Maddox was in the studio, and he was talking about how he wanted to become a billionaire by 30. At that point, I realized that I needed to think bigger from this 14-year-old that wanted to become a billionaire by 30, which is so motivating. It was so cool to see at a young age. And we hadn't met that day. And it wasn't until the March of 2016 where we actually, we met. And it was, I was getting ready, Chris Lowe and I were getting ready to film at the St. Pete house. We, we were filming with Kevin Harrington for the show. And before I met with Kevin that day, I saw Caleb and I was like, Caleb Maddox? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, dude. You're, you're awesome, man. Like, I've been seeing some of your videos, and people are saying we got to connect. So we got talking there, and I, I said, hey, man, I, I actually just went on Ty Lopez's show, too. Um, maybe I can get you on that show. I did an introduction, and then Ben said, well, why don't you come back here tonight? 
Kevin Harrington. It's going to be here. I'll introduce you to him. He's going to be here. He's like, dude, that'd be awesome. And he came that night, and I introduced him to Kevin Harrington. That was the first connection. And Kevin Harrington and Caleb Maddox have done many things since then. And that was just the start of us, our friendship. And then I ended up having Caleb and his dad come and speak at our event, our first Young Entrepreneur Convention which they did great. And Caleb motivated a girl named Mia to go write her first book. And then Caleb and I had met multiple times and we actually went on to, to go speak at the Epic Mastering Experience, an event where we got to know each other better. And we just, we kept uh, connecting and I became a mentor to him, but him and his dad and I, we've become really good friends. Now, I mean, we're just, and for me living in Orlando, Florida, they live in St. Pete. We're only an hour and a half away and we get to see each other quite often. But for, for Caleb and Matt, we interviewed them for the TV show and you know, this is what I learned. And Matt Mannix needs more recognition, but you know, he's put his son first and they both have done some great things. But Matt was a very known, what he calls the Gary V uh, of his time for the church world, for going around as a, a preacher and actually motivating people, but also telling the gospel. And he made a really good business out of that. And uh, just something I didn't know, but he, he built up that and he's known in the industry. But one day he said, and he said, I'm going to, he's on an airplane and he made the commitment. Caleb was eight years old. He said, you know what? I'm going to spend the next 10 years of my life and I'm going to focus all in on my son and make him the best son he could possibly be and make him a great entrepreneur in person. And that's what he focused on. He put his son before him for everything. And one great lesson, Greg and I really took this home. And what I get, and most people need to realize is one day Caleb was was with his friends and his friends would get paid to do chores and Caleb went to his dad and said hey dad if I did my chores why don't I get paid Matt said well you know what son those are things you should be doing already these you shouldn't have to get paid for that you're not owed for that that's just something you're you should be known to do for being a part of this family and he said here's what you can do though Caleb if you go and read a book I'll pay you twenty dollars after you read a book and give me a full report every time you do that for a book I will give you twenty dollars and Caleb did that, and he ended up reading books, and uh, he, he really kind of changed his mindset and got him thinking differently. And Caleb started, heck, and eight years old, he's creating videos. You can look at his early videos when he's speaking and motivating at a young age. And then he created the Kids for Success book that he put out there at such a young age, and he's inspiring and motivating and just cool things that he's done. And him and his dad have built a great relationship, and they're a powerhouse. And I, Caleb is actually here later this week week, which once this comes out, he'll already be there. He's speaking on stage with Tony Robbins and, and Russell Brunson, all these great people. His dad trained him at a young age to be a Spartan entrepreneur, but just a great group of people. And the one takeaway from that was, was this, is people, you don't, you shouldn't just expect things. You need to earn it. You need to work for it. And that's what Caleb get, did. And I feel like in our society, so many people, they, they feel entitled. They feel like when they graduate from college, that they, because they have their degree, they're, they deserve to get a high-paying job. Well, that's not necessarily true. You need to work to get to that position, to, to get paid what you deserve. And for anything else, people were looking for a handout. But Matt taught his son that it's not getting a handout. What it is, is you're working for your success. And they do great things. Every week, they're meeting with the homeless at the homeless shelter and giving out sleeping bags and food and, and just giving back just some great people that I call family now. And they just recently come out with their, their, their company, Mattis Publishing, where they help you take your book and publish it. Great group of people I call family. And you know, out of this, all these people I interviewed, 
everything that I've learned in this great journey that Greg and I had through this, going to all these, these cities in five episodes for a TV show. And to sum up, here's what I learned. Here's what I took away from everything and that you can use for yourself in business and for life. And this goes across the board. The first one is this. Be passionate about what you do. Be passionate about what you do. You see everybody out there. I mean, the people we interviewed, they all loved what they did. They didn't do it just for the money. They did it because they enjoyed it. It's what they believed in. And they created awesome things because when you love what you do, and I found out for myself is when you love what you do, that is when you go the extra mile, you, you create other things, you stay up late, you're willing to wake up early and do sleepless nights because you enjoy it. It's what drives you. So you have to be passionate about what you do. The next step is believe in yourself. All these people we interviewed, they believed they could get to their success. Like Jack Canfield, when he started, I don't know how many companies turned him down, but him and his a co-author believed in what they were doing and they kept going and kept going. And then eventually all of a sudden somebody picked it up and they sold hundreds of thousands of copies. And then before we know it, millions, they made millions of dollars because they believed in their self. So you have to believe in yourself first before you can go and achieve anything. You have to believe in yourself and others will believe in you. And the next one is being persistent, never give up. And a great example is with Jake Paul. He was so consistent. When he created his first videos at 10 years old with his brother, they created videos that get a few hundred views. And you know, again, it goes, they, they loved creating videos and they loved making people laugh. They loved seeing their expressions and they were just funny. They knew they were funny. They had something awesome there and they were obsessed with creating videos and they had a few hundred views and then they remember the first time they got over their first thousand views and after four years, they built up 4,000 subscribers, which was huge for them and at that point, uh, they, they actually stopped for a while and then they got back into it, creating videos as they were teenagers and then Vine came around. And that's where persistence comes in. If you stick with something long enough, I always say if you stick with something long enough, eventually something's gonna come and happen. It might not go as you plan, but what happened is they did them YouTube videos, and all of a sudden Vine came along, and they started creating videos on Vine. They were first adopters of Vine, and then uh, Logan, his brother, had a few videos go viral. One of them is one of the top five most viewed video in the world on Vine. And now, because of that persistence and that dedication and their passion for what they're doing, now they're huge celebrities. And Kate, Jack or uh, Jake alone has over 15 million followers. He has, for his videos combined, over five billion views. He's a top celebrity. He just came out with his book, um, you, How Bad Do You Want It? Great book that I love and listen to. Everybody should listen to or read. And he's got he's on the show, Bizarre Vark, on the Disney Channel. He has his company, Team 10, where he helps people build up their following. Even Gary Vaderchuk is invested in the company. And now we've become good friends with him. He's a great guy. But the one thing I take away from it, he's 20 years old, is being persistent, never giving up. You gotta get your first view on videos. Get your first view, which leads to 100 views, and eventually you will get to the million views if you keep going, and Jake Paul did that. And the next one we go into is tell a great story. All these people told great stories. Lewis Howes told a great story, and all the people on the show told great stories on the podcast show. But Jack Hanfield, told stories. His book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, sold over 500 million copies. The only other book that sold more copies than the Chicken Soup for the Soul is the Bible. My co-host, Greg Roulette, actually had the honor to do the documentary with Jack Canfield and created that show, but Jack Canfield 
the chicken soup for the soul is just telling stories and that made him millions of dollars and for this book that i do right now i'm telling stories and anybody that wants to become successful in life learn how to tell your great stories through your selling through your speaking through your book through your podcasting through your videos tell great stories and you're going to have success as an entrepreneur and the next one is build your personal brand your brand is everything. All these entrepreneurs are focused on the personal brand. I mean, especially in the Hollywood, the LA episode, they build up their brands through photography, through creating videos, and your brand is what people buy into. And for me, I've put so much into my brand because people buy from people. People buy from people. For me, heck, when I started buying Apple products is because I listened to the 22-hour audiobook from from uh, Steve Jobs, I listened to that about his, his life, and because of that, I believed in his vision and the work he went through, and ever since then, I bought all Apple products because it was basically the brand. It's a, it's a brand that he had. Again, people buy from brands, so invest in your brand, tell a great story, and all that ties in together. And the last one, and this is for everything, everything you need to take massive action and grind like a motherfucker. Simple as that, live to grind. You have to grind every single day. You have to work your ass off. You're going to have obstacles, you're going to have failures, but the difference between somebody that's successful and somebody that's mediocre average or not successful is the person that worked harder. And talent, you know what, hard work beats talent every single time. You gotta work hard. All these entrepreneurs had their downtimes. They had times where they want to give up, but they didn't. And same for me. Like there's times where creating this TV show or creating my events or, or creating anything in life where I wanted to give up, but I didn't. And I kept going. I took massive action. I did crazy things. But you have to do crazy things to get crazy results. So for you in your life, you need to take massive action. And that's how you get the massive results. As Tony Robbins says, you need to take huge action, massive action to get massive results. And for anything you ever do in life, you want to create your own TV show, you want to create your own event, you want to create your own podcast show, you want to create a huge company, you have to take massive action action. And after all this with Ambition Adventures, Steve and I, um, Greg and I actually, <clears throat> right now we're in the process of talking and working with Jeff Hoffman, the founder of Priceline, who created Priceline because he loves to travel and he wanted to to create a company that he could make money traveling and that was Priceline.com, which he built in a great company and now he travels countries and country and interviews entrepreneurs, or not interviews, but helps mentors entrepreneurs and speaks at events. And how, I mean, got that connection again was through my event. We kept in contact afterwards and now we showed him the show, he loves it, and we're meeting with him to, to think on the next steps. And once, once it's there, our decision will be made, what's happened and what I see happening and I determined to do is we'll be seeing all over the world on a major platform by millions of people and we'll have ambitious adventures out to the world. And I'm excited for that to be seen all over and I'm looking forward to the new adventures. And if you are looking Looking to potentially be featured on our show, just reach out to me. We're looking for featuring the best entrepreneurs across the country, and we're going to travel to find them. Are you one of them? Just send me an email, brandon at brandontadams.com, and let me know why you should be on the show. And to, to get towards the end of the chapter here, all this came together, and you know, we got to the premiere with Ambition Adventures, and, and Greg and I, we had the, the pictures, the carpet, red carpet event, everybody's taking pictures with us, and everybody was congratulating us, and we got to see ourselves on the big screen. 
And that was huge for me. That was like a pivotal moment, everything. I'm like, wow, this is one of the coolest things I've ever created in my life. One of the coolest things I've ever created in my life. And I look back and, you know, you see the fame, you see the big screen, you see everybody that congratulates you and wants to take pictures with you and you're, you're a so-called, I guess, a celebrity, a star. What they don't see is they didn't see the times that Greg and I grinded to create that show. They didn't see the times where, heck, things went wrong or it, it, it didn't go right or we were on set and we had a film and we had a lot of things going on in our life or a business that wasn't good, but we had to keep that, that great face on, that smile on, that, that same um, ambition that we had before as if nothing was wrong. We had to do a lot. It was not easy, but you know what we kept going and it's that grind, I believe, that most people don't see. And they see the so-called overnight success. But overnight success is years in the making. It takes that years of grind. It takes that months of nonstop work and that pain, sweat, and tears to get to that point. And at that moment, after watching that film and seeing us on the big screen, I realized that I was going to set out to create my own show called Live to Grind. Live to Grind with Brandon C. Adams. I live to grind to show my life beyond the scenes of everything I do. I don't want to document it to show the world what it really takes to get to your overnight success, what it takes to get to the big fame, what it takes to reach your big goals. It takes years of grind. It takes years of nonstop work and everything I just told you in this, in this chapter. And with Live to Grind, we're, we're actually, this will be out at Apple TV. You can check out more details. If you want to check out the show, livetogrind.com, you can check it out there on our website and, and view this show and see my life and all the fun things I do. You can, you can see where I do my crazy warrior chant that I do in the morning to build up my, my mental attitude. You see me in the gym. You see in the pool. You can see me interview on where You see me travel in the country, and that's my own personal TV show. And out of all this... The next steps, I mean, we're going to take this to the next level, but I'm going to impact 1 billion lives in a positive way on Earth. And I'm intending to do this by December 31st, 2019, which is not far away. So I need to work my ass off to get that point. But one of the key vital components to that is video, creating video, inspiring videos that inspire, motivate, and educate and entertain people. And, and that's why I'm telling you right now, if you were to ask me what to invest in, Brandon, what should I invest in? Video, create videos. And for me, that's why we have our full-time videographer. I'm spending $1,000 on equipment for video. I'm filming every day. I'm doing Facebook Lives. I'm doing Snapchats. I'm doing all that. If you ever want to take a, a game-changing program, which we'll be talking about in the next chapters, and you want to learn how to use video and use all the things I talked about here on the show to become your own influencer and celebrity in your own field, I have a program called the Influencer Accelerator, which is at livetogrind.com forward slash influencer, uh, where I take people through this process and show them exactly what I've done. But video is where it's at and video is what the future is and that's why I'm all down in video and with our journeys with uh, ambitious adventures all my travels and everything I've done it's, I'm passionate about it and we're going to create video and I will in my lifetime I'm going to be the top influencer of my generation and the top known entrepreneur that is on video that creates the best videos ever in this world that's ever been seen so that is what I'm going to next. And if you are wanting to check things out, keep following me because we will be having some ambitious adventures. Who knows? Maybe we'll be coming to your city interviewing you for our show. Ambitious Adventures went on to air on the Entrepreneur Network, Facebook Watch, and Amazon Prime where you can watch today. It also went on to win an Emmy nomination. You know, when I was at the Emmys with Greg and we did not hear a name announced for winning an Emmy, it was heartbreaking. We both had worked so hard on it, 
And that day or that night was the night I committed to myself. I was going to do whatever it took to win an Emmy and to prove to others that I, I could do it. Like I, the fact that I did not get something after working so hard for it, it just drove me even more to to become successful in the TV industry and to win an Emmy Award. And that ended up happening with a different show. We never end up going on to do season two of Ambitious Adventures, but my wife and I had went on to create a show called Success in Your City, and that's where we went all in on that show. And from concept in our head on a beach in Puerto Rico, where my wife and I came up with the concept for the show, and until 18 months later, so idea to... Emmy Awards in 18 months. We went on to win multiple Emmy Awards. One Emmy Award for the cinematography in the, uh, the promotional section for the trailer, and then also an Emmy Award for the Shea Hillenbrand story. And it's it's crazy to look back on how that one moment that I was so frustrated and angry for not winning, and then going forward a year later to win an Emmy Award. But Ambitious Adventures was the start of my career. I cannot thank Greg Roulette enough for allowing me to be a part of his dream and his vision. And that show has helped us in so many different ways. And and I also went on to create the Live to Grind show. There are five episodes out there. There's actually a couple episodes that will never be seen because we were learning. We, we created content, but we didn't turn it into an end product. But there are five episodes of Live to Grind that you can find on Facebook. We originally had it on Apple TV and we put it on Facebook. And they're great episodes. You can see episodes of us in Chicago, in Iowa, where we went back, and you can see us on airboats and in my home uh, town area, even in our cabin. You can see where we did the LA event. We have a episode about uh, with Caleb Maddox, and so many uh, great episodes for that. And, and again, you can check that out on Facebook. But that was a learning experience. Doing Ambitious Avengers, I learned so much. Doing the Live to Grind TV show is more like a, I don't know if call it a YouTube show, but it was a high quality. I mean, we spent a lot of time and, and money on that show. But it was a good learning experience for me to create my own show and then going on to do success in your city. So three TV shows in three years, which it's kind of crazy thinking of that right now. And, and going on to win an Emmy Award, heck, I didn't know what an Emmy was five, ten years ago. I, I had no idea. I never would have thought I would get into the TV industry, but it would never have happened, for one, if I didn't have Young Entrepreneur Convention, and two, if I didn't take up Greg's opportunity where he said, hey, come down to Orlando, Florida, and film a masterclass with me, where the opportunity turned into creating a TV show with him. It's, I still can't believe it. And, and as for Jeff, Jeff Hoffman, he had uh, helped us with Ambitious Ventures and gave some feedback, but he ended up going on to become the executive producer for Success in Your City. He's been a great mentor for me ever since. And, I, you know, I talk a lot in this audio about living to grind, and you got to grind every single day. And, you know, I, I really kind of cringed when I heard that, how I said that. And I do believe you have to work your ass off every day uh, in what you're doing. But also, there you do have to have time for yourself. I do believe that. Time to spend with your loved ones and, and, and do things for you because this life is short. I mean, don't work your life away, as I talked about while I worked in the corporate world. But the whole concept around live to grind is grinding your business in your life and, and what you're doing to become the best at it. But when I heard about that you got to live to grind every fucking day, um, I can see where some people would cringe the way I say that. 
But you know, that was me. That was two and a half years ago and how I looked at life then. And I talk about the impacting a billion lives by December 31st, 2019, which is coming up here. And definitely define impact, you know. The impact is the people that see this. Define impact is it the people you touch through your work and that you communicate with. You know, I've always shot big, said big things. I originally had the goal impact a billion lives by December thirty first, two thousand nine or twenty nine, but also to to be a billionaire by then, which is by forty. Now, do I still want to become a billionaire? I'm not going out and telling the world I want to become a billionaire. That money isn't the sole focus to me. But I will tell you, I do want to impact a billion lives. It may take, I don't know how many years it'll take, but I'm on a mission to help as many people as possible. And as I help people, yes, I will make money. And it's it's not all about the money. Luxurious things do not mean that much to me. It's it's having the power to help other people and give back and in doing good for it. And talking about before how I mentioned in this audio how I'm going all in video. I went on since I recorded this and spent well over $300,000, $400,000 on, in video and producing shows. Heck, we spent, I mean, so much on what we did for success in your city, but I did go all in. And it, I've been seeing so much uh, for results and, and opportunities from doing video work. And again, this is what I said two and a half years ago, and I'm saying now in 2019, Invest in your brand, invest in video content, Instagram, Facebook, you're doing Facebook stories, Instagram stories, Instagram posts, LinkedIn. LinkedIn's a great opportunity for video right now. Creating video content and putting content out there because by 2020, it's still based off of my what I had said in, uh, two and a half years ago, we're going to be connected to 50 billion devices, the internet will be. Think about what that will do for you and your brand and your opportunities if you have that content out there. And then the last thing, you know, I mentioned the word influencer, become an influencer. I really fucking hate how some people, how they talk about being an influencer. It's funny because I did the Influencer Accelerator Program, which helped people become a person of influence. But when you have people that are on Instagram or Facebook and they don't. They are not really running businesses. They're just teaching you how to become this person of influencer. It's, I, I don't know. I, I. It's funny how I talked uh, two and a half years ago. How it was all about becoming an influencer industry. Now I just see some of these people online. They're they're fakes. They're they're not the real deal. And they're not even actually doing things to to do good for the world. They're just doing it to make money. And they're taking pictures in front of all these cars and and saying they made it. When reality. Most of them have not made it. I've been around a lot of entrepreneurs, and there's a lot of BS out there. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of things that they say they're doing, but they're not actually doing. So those are my thoughts on all those things about living the grind, being an influencer, where my head's at now. I mean, I want to help as many people as possible. I want to be a good husband for my wife. I'm married now. I want to be great for her. I want to spend time with the family, but I also want to become the best at what I do for speaking and being the best at a TV producer and helping as many people as possible. And yeah, making a lot of money in the process, but doing it for the right reasons. Things have changed. Things change over time. But I will say, ambitious adventures was a huge part of my career, and Greg Roulette, I cannot thank you enough for how you allowed me to be a part of your dream. Thank you, and now I get to have my own show called Success in Your City.
You can watch the trailer of Success in Your City at successinyourcity.com forward slash redefine success. It'll be releasing this fall to a major audience. And if you would like to know where it's going to be releasing, just go to successinyourcity.com.